0: Hi, Steph. Welcome to the studio.
1: Hi, Kevin. How are you doing?
0: You are involved for um, 24 years now in the in the Tour de France, and the last few years uh, you are responsible for setting up and dismounting the start and finish um, areas. Um, this year was a very special
1: uh, Tour de France for you. Yes, it was. It was. As actually, this interview is special because we we're not sitting in the same room which which always makes it uh, funny for me mm-hmm. uh, but indeed it was the, in the tour de france let me explain first of all i'm i'm doing i'm operations manager with shelter mm-hmm. i'm working for uh, through shelter and through a dutch company in the tour de france for 24 mm-hmm. years now setting up the departure the relay attack which is like a small vip zone in between the departure and the arrival line and but my main Physically, the main job for me is the arrival line. Mm-hmm. Um, we normally go into two preparations. There already this year they were completely different than the other years because we didn't go to um, so many times to Paris for meetings and stuff. We did go uh, on a repérages, as they say in, in French. We go and, and check out the arrival lines and sometimes the departure lines, and most of the times we don't have to. Go to the the locations of the relay tab because it's it's confined, it's small. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk to the cities, we see possibilities, and already in those days we started to talk about uh, COVID, how they would set up the barriers, uh, how they would uh, go about uh, crowd control, mm-hmm. and that was also concerned us. But actually, the tour is is a closed setup, so it was not a. In the tour itself, it was different, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So normally, as I said, I go quite often to Paris, but it it wasn't the case. I think I actually only went once or twice. All the rest of it was virtual as we are doing right now. Uh, The first thing that really confronted me personally with Corona was that I had to undergo a test. It's not a big thing, Mm -hmm. but still this little voice in your brain says, wow, maybe I I might have it. Mm Um, you get an email. We send the email to um, to ASO, and they prepare they prepare the accreditation, the badge you mm-hmm. wear during the tour. And um, so
0: all the crew that was working with you had to undergo the test up front. Everybody to have yeah. clearance to even work at the tour.
1: And 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 you can imagine it. I think it costed about forty five euros. For me, but for a lot of people, they did it inside a company and it was up to 200 or something. So it is also, it also has a financial consequence because it costs money. Yeah. Um, so um, I drove my own car for the first time. Normally I get into a truck or I drive with somebody else to, to to the south of France in this case. But I, I said to myself and I said to the guys, I'm going to drive my own car. I'm breathing my own air and... Um, so when you arrive in Nice, uh, in this case Nice, mm-hmm. you go to the permanence in the press center to collect your accreditation, and and there you felt already because you see those guys and and the la- of course also the ladies. Mm-hmm. You see them back after one year, and it's like a, you know a happy moment. You you want to shake hands. You want to in France uh, they like to kiss. I don't mind. So no kisses, no embracing, mm-hmm. no hugging. Uh, you feel it the security is also tougher they check your badge double uh they used to do that for quite a while since the attacks in france and in brussels it was already tighter and stricter than before but now even more which i agree upon i have never been against any uh any actions to stop uh proceeding this nasty Mm -hmm. virus so I, i i agreed with it um so that is the first thing you you really get a confrontation. It's really quite tough because you really tend to to grab people and and mm-hmm. and say hello and blah blah blah. Uh, my job in the tour is I have about fifty people with me, thirty five trucks, and as I said, we build a fin- we build and dismantle finish line, departure, and relay Um That was my job again this year, but also my job was a little bit playing policeman. You know, uh, taking care of people and and and. And, and really check if they really followed up the rules. And in every group, you get people that don't uh, agree that Corona is nothing and mm-hmm. I don't care and blah, blah, blah. So we see it now more and more because people get frustrated. But even in those days, you meet people that say, well, this is a lot of crap. You know, why do we have to wear this stuff? And why do we, even in, um, we when we really have bubbles in the Tour de France, apart from the, the cycling zone, uh, and what I should say as well, when I arrived in Nice, it was a red zone, but it was like there was nothing going on. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know Nice, but they have like this really nice area with all the pubs and bars and mm-hmm. restaurants. I, I, I had to bicycle one day through that area because I couldn't get through the, the the rest of the city. Too much of a crowd, and I was surprised how many people were actually walking and sitting there. Uh, but apart from the the site where the race is the racing is going on and the, the technical zone with the tv studios and stuff like that you also have what we call zone de vie mm-hmm. and there is all the catering units uh, the the trucks where they prepare food and it was also a lot smaller because there was a, a lot of journalists say they simply didn't show up uh, american tv they didn't come over to france so the catering was smaller for example orange and French TV they, had, they, they they joined uh, they used the same restaurant but not at the same time to have less cooks and, and stuff like that.
0: You mentioned before that you, you you kind of had a bubble with your with your team uh, yeah. who was building it. Besides in the restaurants where there are other measures to keep to keep
1: those bubbles apart, the bubble in the zone B was that we have our own we have like two trucks and in between those trucks there is like a roof if necessary and there we have wooden tables but they used to have wooden banks where you could sit now they changed it into chairs so you can move apart you don't have to sit one next to the other yeah. you couldn't pick your own potatoes and you couldn't you couldn't cheat anymore on the dessert because they would hand it over <laughs> to you on your plate um, but another good question is what what you asked about outside the Zone of view. When you have to go to the arrival, I, I mean, myself, I have an all-clearance badge and most of the guys, they have badges where they can move as long as they can get to their structures. But this year, uh, they made an, a different bubble for the races and for the buses. So one day, as usual, I walked and there is a guard stopping me and he says, Steph, you can't go there. I said, what do you mean? And I show him my badge. He said, No. This is a different bubble. So the people from within that bubble, they could come to the arrive line, but they had a different color badge and it was suggested that you wouldn't touch them. You wouldn't even shake hands, nothing. Mm-hmm. Even don't go. And some of them really, you know, worked by that way. They, they stood like two meters from you and said, be careful, I have to go to the cyclists and, and stuff like that. When I met... Uh, uh, Prud'homme, for example, it was different. You know, no- normally it's like a, a hit, a slap on the shoulder. Now we were standing like two meters apart and talking, and mm-hmm. the talking goes. It's more stubborn, so it, uh, conversations tend to be getting mm-hmm. shorter.
0: Yeah, I watched part of the Tour de France, and I noticed there at some at some points there were were quite some people uh, even at the finish lines. Uh, how did your organization then manage with? Because they were very strict to you to having that kind of bubbles, but then suddenly mm-hmm. there was a crowd over there. How, how was that handled then?
1: Well, it was actually handled by our own security, but even more by the local security. It was the job of local police and, and, and people, security, local security people to keep them away. And they couldn't get over the barriers, which normally they can't. And even the, the, the pass-throughs where the crowd can cross the the finish line where there's no race going on were very limited but it surprised surprised us sometimes you know that we were working and after the race we tried to start working and we had to wait because there was too many crowds and it was even more in the mountains you know not not so much on the arrive line but in the mountains where there are no barriers and i think um, then again we for us, the, the, because you had the bubble from the cyclists and the bubble from the crew, mm-hmm. and and we really didn't have contact with the with the with the supporters, with the crowds, with the people. So for us, it was not a, really a big problem. But then again, it could have caused the virus spreading within the public. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that, and it's it's an open question. I think the Tour de France was one of the few big sports events that could go through this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I must say, like every day, I, my job is also to go to the daily briefing where the, the director de seats, Stéphane Bourie, he holds a short briefing uh, talking about the past day and about the day to come and, 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 the, and the consequences and, and the difficulties and stuff like that. Normally, we have a casque croute, mm-hmm. you know, a, a sandwich. It, it almost never happened because it was, you know, it was not done. It's uh, the... The the big difference also was that you have in the Tour de France you have les préventeurs. Those are the people that check if you put on your safety uh, stuff when you climb up a ladder. And now they were focused on wearing the mask and, mm-hmm. and staying away, keeping distance. And there we had a thing like if you build up a certain structures, we build for example the the press tribunes. You have a, a crew that stays only around that structure, and after a couple of days those ladies, they saw that people were sweating in the mask and it is not practical. So they said, okay, every group can within the group take off the mask as long as you stay inside. When you go out, you put back on your mask. Sadly enough, after three, four days, first of all, in in cities, the crowd was complaining that there were people working in the tour without a mask and it was going Mm. towards the press. And secondly, you saw some of the guys that, forget to put put back up their mask yeah. when they came out of the bubble. It was not like on purpose, but you know, you even nowadays, sometimes I think, well, I forgot my mask. So, um, and the lady said, we're very sorry to tell you, but we have a general putting on the mask again, no more within the bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody was putting on a and, mask. And,
0: and how was that? How was that with with nervousness within the organization that something would happen? Or, or was everything quite under control
1: ASO is a very strong organization I mean I don't have to explain that to you so mm-hmm. they are quite uh self self-assured but they were very very scared let let me put it that way for example if one of the 50 people that work with me in the tour uh get would have gotten sick we would have all had to go in quarantine and stop so mm-hmm. they would have Been no finish line literally we build the structure the Mm -hmm. finish line so it was a big concern the guys that build uh, the the guys from uh, other companies that paint the the logos on the the floor uh, Mm -hmm. every day and put the barriers and and the, the advertising it's one team and they sleep in buses we sleep a lot of us slept in little rooms apart, but some of them sleep with one or together, two people in one truck. So with with other companies, sometimes they have those big buses where you can sleep. So they were afraid that if one guy would mm-hmm. catch the disease that, or even get positive, yeah, it, it could have been a disaster. Luckily. And that is one of the things that I remember. Nobody, uh, nobody, nobody got sick. It was also, if you didn't wear a mask and you got Caught two times, you were put on a bus and you, you you go back home.
0: Was there a backup plan because you say uh, if your team if one of you got sick then you had to go home? Was there a backup uh, team like you're standing by to take over in, in case? Yeah,
1: yeah, we had people and of course as I said before, départ, relais, tap, uh, arrivée are already different bubbles. Even in on the arrive line within those people you had like bubbles and you could have tested and maybe yeah. some of them could have stayed and we had people of course on standby that that could have gone uh, straight away to France but I think we should consider ourselves lucky that nothing like that happened it's uh it I think there is a doses of luck also mm-hmm. with this and and as I talked yesterday uh with one of the guys he said we, let's hope that uh, the new viruses uh, don't spread too much because nowadays it's the the new one is spreading a lot easier so Mm -hmm. it could be but then again we're still far away and and everybody's optimistic but we feel the same stuff as i told you i do stuff for tomorrowland with our Mm -hmm. with my two buddies in shelter and it's the same thing when when Glassbury gets canceled, people say, wow, what is happening with the tour? It was the same. And, and still I have a, I have some collector's items because mm-hmm. I have a book from uh, the Tour de France in August and September. It's it has it has never happen, happened before. And I'm not mm-hmm. a guy of collector's item, but in a matter of speech, it was really an exceptional thing. And when you mention many people on the road, I must say for us, it was a pleasant surprise that when we were driving, there was almost no traffic, whether in July, some weekends you get into red motorways and mm-hmm. you are stuck.
0: Thank you, Steph, for sharing this uh, backstage story of an inspiring event that took place this year, uh, last year. Yeah. Um, thank yeah. you very much. And you at home, thank you for watching our show. I hope to see you next week.